everyone, welcome to Mecca Talks, your access all areas pass to the beauty, business and lifestyle experts we call our community. I'm Kate Blythe, Chief Marketing Officer here at Mecca. And I'm Zara Wong, Head of Content. In today's episode, Kate is taking us with her on her recent trip to Paris to the home of Officine Universelle Bouli, co-founder Victoire de Taïque. Welcome back, Kate. How was your trip to Europe? Oh, do you know what? It was incredible to get on a plane, to go long haul, to go to the UK to see all of our brands in London, and then to go to Paris, which was um, just a feast for the imagination. Do you have any beauty tips and tricks that you do on the plane? Any masks that you put on? I don't do a mask, um, but I will definitely use Cosmetic 27 Balm because mm. um, I think that's got a really good consistency for the plane. It makes you feel just super hydrated and it sort of really locks in that moisture as well. Uh, loads and loads of water, um, you know, and try if you can to sleep. And I think that to me is always key. Like the if you sleep, you'll rest and you won't feel quite so um strung out by the time you land but you know it's a long way to go and um and I think just having the you know maybe a bit of eye cream definitely lip balm um for me I think those those are the things that I would go to and I and I will never put makeup on to get on the plane either so for me I go with a sort of very um moisturized cleansed face and then um you know feel that then I can just layer on top of that extra moisture as we fly and a Cos 27, which you mentioned, a great French brand. Do you have any other groundbreaking beauty experiences in Paris? Groundbreaking beauty experiences in Paris? Oh, well, I tell anything you what. Anything you saw, anything that was inspiring. One on one skin was quite phenomenal. Um, so actually, in London? In, um, so saw them in London, but actually went and tried one of their facials in Paris. That sounds terrible. Which was um, really quite amazing so that was, I was like oh, this is just <laughs> something else um and just they have beautiful products so that was um pretty special and I think one of the amazing things about Paris is the um just the attention to detail and the art and the experience of you know that experiential way even that you have a floristry you've got flowers spilling out onto the onto the street in Saint-Germain you've got this feast for the eyes and Every patisserie is like something out of a movie. So you you feel like every little touch is really thought of. So one of the my favourite kind of experiences is going into the parfumiers and actually really you get it totally immersed into the brands. And obviously Bouli is one of those brands and, and we went into their very the original Bouli store, which is just beautiful. And you feel like you're going back into a sort of 18th century apothecary um and but your it's the fragrances the products are super modern and super interesting and uh, so I'm really excited to be talking to Victoire de Tayek in in um, Paris well I did talk to her because where am I <laughs> I'm in, back in Australia so this I'm, is jet lag yes, the jet yeah lag. exactly I was very excited to talk to Victoire de Tayek who is Bouli's um fa- co-founder which was incredible in her Paris apartment in Saint-Germain can't wait to hear it. Bully is one of our favourite brands at Mecca. It's so beautiful. Now let's get into the interview. Hello and welcome to this very special episode of Mecca Talks. Um, I am Kate Blythe, Chief Marketing Officer at Mecca, and I am so excited because I'm actually in Paris today with Victoire de Tayac for Lofacine, you actually might have to help me with the pronunciation, Lofacine Universelle Bully. 
I think it was very close. Very Officine close. Universelle Office, Bully. Officine <laughs> Universelle Bully. It's like a French class when you read Bully products with Bully names. Yeah. <laughs> and Victoire, thank you so much. We are in your home, which is an absolute feast for the eyes. <laughs> when I walked in, I couldn't take my eyes off every single area and wall. There's something amazing going on. Tell me a little bit about this incredible home that you have here. Um, so I would say if you can't, um, you know, you have your eyes everywhere, it's because it's so full that there is no empty empty space. Uh, we've been in this flat for 10 years and uh, Hamdan, my husband, is a collector of many things. And when we have a new project or a new idea, he would buy things to get inspiration. And so he has a collection and his latest work was as an art director for a very famous French silver company. Mm -hmm. So we are full of uh, silver right now uh -huh. and many, many stuff. So no, it's, re it's really funny, but uh, for me, it's a bit too full now. It's inspirational because you can just see his mind in action. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like taking a creative head and actually putting it into into the space which is phenomenal to see so and it's super interesting that he has you know as you're saying at the moment he's been working with silver so he's, mm -hmm. there's a collection of that and um yeah so if you, for those of you who cannot see it because you're listening it is colorful it's eclectic you've got lots of antiques in here um and where does where do you both get all of your inspiration you're a bit of a sort of creative powerhouse duo <laughs> yeah so i would say of course um, to have, um, to have um, you know, things around you in your space. I think when you have a creative mind, is a way to um, set your spirits and to have ideas flowing. So Ramnam is a very visual person, so it's really always working. I would say on my mind, I'm more someone which is uh, more maybe about books and words. So mm -hmm. um, of course, I'm very happy storytelling. to uh, storytelling. Storytelling. I'm very happy to be surrounded by things and beautiful things because mm. I think after you know life is a question of harmony and in our life and in our job all is about details mm. and I guess this is what you see and that uh, people can imagine about this home that everything has been picked up, pick up very carefully and tell something or tell a you know a material or things and me you know I would say yeah I, I, I love how you know to think about ideas how you can mm. make things together and um, so my process would be maybe a little more intellectual that Ramdam. So he has the creative kind of vision, very, very sort of visual. And you have that kind of words and the storytelling piece, which is an incredible kind of duo to come together. Of course, you and um, Ramdam have got incredible family backgrounds as well. And how did both your family backgrounds influence your individual senses of creativity and your fascination with history? So I think um, Ramdam's family and father was very fond of his story. And I think uh, he loves to understand why, how. So he keeps learning about that. And I think it was really something which was very important in his family. But after what was very important for Ramdam, it's to create things. He likes to create home. He likes to create store. He likes to create product. It has to create, he say, I love to create reality. It's really mm -hmm. something. It does not to have to be, it's not in his mind. He has to see it. He has to be in it so that's and this is the only one like that in his family yes so Ramdam's brother is a very famous anthropologist so I guess oh, wow. all the historical side it's yeah. really shared by his brother and sister but this creativity it's only him and after I would say um, on my side I come from a family um, I have a three sister one brother 
So I really come from a family of women with uh, yeah. an amazing mother, an amazing grandmother. Of course, my dad was great, but I was surrounded by this amazing f uh, women, you know, who, who were working, who were raising kids, who had a very precise idea of how they want to uh, uh, lead their life. And, um, and so it's been always very inspiring for me to, to be surrounded like that because, uh, for example, I was never, you know, I think there is a time for everything because I had example of different age for women. So I know sometimes for women, yeah. it's challenging. When do you have kids? When do you work? And yeah. how are you going to be old? And should you go out? And, and all of this, I was quite relaxed because I could see around me many examples of different yes. age of people doing thi that. crazy things at any age. <laughs> so I was quite relaxed about this. You know, I thought it was a pass. And after you do things when you feel about it. And after having my... Uh, yeah, I grew up in a very different aesthetic uh, that Ramdam. Yes. And I've been surrounded by very nice things with a mother, which, you know, with a very nice... But I, I, it's funny because my mother, it's a very nice... Uh, she has a great sense for decoration. Everything is beautiful, surrounded a very nice subject. But my parents were very welcoming, so it was a very lively house, yes. very messy, full of kids, of dogs, of everything. So it was very funny because I could see that, you know, you could have very high aesthetic ambition, but after you mix it with a way of living, which is really in all direction. And, uh, and I guess also my parents have been traveling all around the world yes. for work. I was born in Lebanon. And um, so, of course, I guess this is also that I, I never felt, I felt very French. But I felt very international always. And Ramdan was working for La Pisserie. Yes. <laughs> uh, which is another concept store in Paris. And I imagine your kind of creative minds kind of came together and thought, wow, this is, a, this is pretty awesome. We can do, so we can create a lot together here. Yeah, I guess for, you know, after it's just a love story. So it's a different thing. It's, um, it's just about, uh, you know, being amazed by someone's talents, I would say. I'm every day amazed by Ramdan's creativity and how he works and how he see things clearly and how his invention is in way invent anything. So that was here from the beginning, of course, of our relationship. Mm. After I think, of course, in the way we work and it was very clear at the beginning is that we, we, do, we were doing things very differently. Amazing. And then you, you kind of, I think one of the um, fascinating stories is that you, the two of you together actually took a very, very iconic um, traditional brand of Bully and actually completely reinvented it for the modern world. Can you tell me a little bit about the Bully brand, um, the original Bully brand, and how you sort of took that incredible essence of the history and actually took it forward into the future and brought all of those incredible elements that we see today? Yeah, um, I think um, first we started a project because we really thought this, um, the aesthetic of the 19th century seems like a golden era and that we wanted product looking like that, product with name like that. So it was really first a very strong uh, appeal for us. We, we mm. wanted to have this and to use this kind of product. And I think after when you do what they say, what they call historical brand, um, you know, history is more like a frame. It's where you get some ideas, it's where you get some, you know, some drawings or some words, some way to do things. But it's just, it's just a frame. After what we put inside, as you say, it's, um, it's very creative. It's a lot of innovation. And that's why we like the word reinvention. Because, of course, we, Officine Universelle Bully is not exactly like it was in the 19th century. Not at all. No. It's, it's just something else which is very personal to Ramdam and I. And it's also a way that we, how we see beauty, how mm -hmm. uh, 
um, do you do a beautiful store? How do you advise your customer to find the best beauty product, to find the routine for them? Um, what are the kind of services you would like to expect in the store? How to make uh, time stops when you enter the mm -hmm. store? And uh, it's true that I think um, in the way we, we work for Bully um, store, all the people working with us, all the sales team are as much important as the creative side of the product. Can you tell us, Victoire, a little bit about Jean-Vincent Bully himself? Aha, you want the story from the beginning, I see. No, so Jean-Vincent Billy was a very famous French perfumer who took over his dad's company. Um, that was named Claude. And uh, so it was really something quite traditional. Of course, that perfume house from, was from father to son. But what makes the brand different? It was Jean-Vincent Bully creativity because he invented this product which was called um, Vinaigre de Toilette. And so it's really like a vinegar, but people were using it like a um, cleansing lotion for the body. So you have to imagine you're in the 19th century. You don't have crazy access to water and to soap but you need to feel clean. And so the vinaigre de toilette had this idea that of course um, it will clean because it's a vinegar. So it's very, um, sorry, the English word is keeping my mind, but you see what I mean. And, yeah. um, and after they had the idea also, it was good to get rid of illness. So it was ah. really, you know, it's also all, all of the time. So it was very popular. And Jean-Vincent Bully was, I guess, also quite uh, ambitious. So he's been through international fairs in London, in Paris, he won prize. So the brand got some recognition. After also, it was a complicated trouble time. And so at, in, during one of uh, riots, the store got got just, uh, you know, destroyed oh, wow. and he lost everything. And um, so it's quite a sad story. But after the brand keep on with one of the guys working within who bought the recipe again and keep doing. And this product was very popular and they keep to have stores till the 70s. And why we love the story? Because we love the story of Jean-Vincent Bully. And also, we, we really love all the old catalogue. But when we took over, there was really nothing really left than this license around this product, which was a product completely outdated because nobody washed himself now like that. Yeah. So really, all the story for us was to recreate what we could do from the original catalogue, having in mind that we want to do the best product now with our own style. And that was very important. And I think that most people you know, would think it's only about a story, only about storytelling. It's not. After it's a product. Yes. What people are coming back to buy, it's a product. And it it's a quality work. of a product. Yes. It has to work. And so this was it. But I think the figure of Jean-Vincent Bully, it's also, yeah, it's also a very, um, you know, representative story of a, of a very talented perfumer in this era. And so for us, and it's innovative. Like, like that's an very, fascinating. No, no sort of very innovative because you don't know. You had this idea. No, you know that people were dirty. But in the own first catalog of the brand, there was tooth powder to wash your tooth. So that's why we mm. have toothpaste from the beginning. So it really, it really taught us a lot. Yeah, amazing. And yes, I don't know if you're going to be doing the vinegar um, perfume. I'm sure you're probably no, not. No, <laughs> so we, we still have the recipe and we try to do one, but it's really a vinegar, so it smells very strongly. So for us, it would be like to have a product which has no really, you know, function. So yes. that's why we never do it. We might do it one day, but I think it's, it's just now, I don't know, in Australia, but only cosmetic use people have for vinegar, it would be to rinse the air. 
which yes. is a slightly different formula. Yes, or cook, I suppose. Uh, or cook first, yeah, of <laughs> course. But after I was thinking cosmetics. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, when you were at Colette, and Colette was one of the most iconic mm-hmm. destinations in Paris for discovery of mm-hmm. fashion and brands and really interesting creative projects. What led you uh, from that kind of concept store to beauty and to building brands in this way? So um, I would say that Colette for me um, is still my main reference in fashion store. So it's very difficult for me to go into into a fashion store, I have to say, because I'm always a bit disappointed because Colette herself and her daughter Sarah were so perfectionist in every way they Mm. do it that it was, I think, the best university yes to start from. great training oh yeah that yeah. was amazing because everything was so well done from storefront to back office to the selection to the care and um, and for me it really taught me something that uh, you know retail is all about detail mm-hmm. and it's all about services and customer but it's also about a point of view Yes. And a very strong point of view. You don't want something average. You don't want to be no. in the middle. You have, want to have the point of view of the person who pick up the clothes or the person who created the product. And that fits that what Colette uh, really, yes. really taught me. After the surprises, I met amazing people and people like Michael Gordon from Bumble and Bumble or François Nars. And all these very creative people in their brand, in their field, it's how I discovered that I was way more fascinated by beauty than fashion, which yeah. I was not expecting. I think beauty because it's uh, very personal, it's very universal. It's a bit for everybody. And I love the way it enhances everyday life. I think life sometimes is quite hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sometimes you need time for yourself and taking care of yourself, it's a very nice way yes. to do it. And I think for me, my relationship to beauty is like that. It's very linked to well-being. Yes. And to um, and that kind of ritual as well. Exactly. And actually that's something that, um, you know, the originally original Bully brand really was about is that this ritual you know the history around it was that it was very sort of um, exclusive product I mean there was some incredible formulations that included vinegar and all sorts yes Um, and it was for a really exclusive customer at that time in the um, 18th century and I suppose what's so interesting is you've taken the essence of of the original Bully brand and you brought it to life in this modern age but you still have all of those great touches in there whether that's ritual and you've got multiple categories you've got your fragrance you have your home scents you have your skincare and then you have all these beautiful little touches like there was some chewing gum in there in the store which I was like this is fascinating not every not every kind of (laughs) chewing gum a quite weird one if you tried it (laughs) and I suppose that idea of ritual and building this kind of world of bully is something that's so integral to the brand and and so I'm fascinated with with those products and would love to understand from your point of view how do you sort of when you join sort of come into the bully world how would you start how would you build into that ritual piece what what are the things that make sort of immerse somebody into the brand in the best way do you think um, what, what i love about bully is that um, you can have many customer journey inside the brand mm. and that's very important because what we like is to have very wide selection so people can have option and pick up what works for them so um, I would say that um, for quite a lot of customers it would be scent oriented maybe Mm -hmm. because water based perfume is something which is very specific to us 
it's a very um, intimate way to perfume it's more linked to the origins of perfume and to oil perfume because it's something that you apply to your skin and would change the scent of your skin mm -hmm. and I think this is what the idea of perfume will always be and so I would say for most of customers it would be the surprise of discovering the texture of mm -hmm. the water by perfume yes. and after the scent and it's very round it's very powdery and um, and so this would be something that um, would be a first step for many people. It would be around the scent and around all the ritual about the scented body care, which is very important mm -hmm. because I think when you apply a beautiful scented product like Real Antique, which is a body oil, it's really something which is really nice because you're inside the scent. You also give a little massage to yourself and it's really a pleasure for all, for all scents for mm -hmm. me. And I think that's important. So I would say for some customers, it would be really, really around that. And after we do have customers would be, for example, only about how could I perfume at home? Mm -hmm. Would I buy scented matches? Would I buy the scent diffuser? What kind of scent would I like? So it's always scented and after of course there is this great skincare conversation where we'd like to have advocate um, a very simple way to take care of yourself or it's really about cleaning hydrating and treating some problem using plant oil which are 100% natural and organic it's yeah, very specific beautiful. and we have a nice selection at Mecca and this would be also very interesting because for a customer it would be a full discovery they could not think that just a press oil mm -hmm. could have so much uh, power and efficiency yeah. because now we are so much used about you know uh, cream with complete complete you know composition or serum or very strong marketing message that the idea that just something that could press is so full of vitamin and fatty and fatty acids that your skin will yeah. recognize it's really a surprise and this is also a very nice conversation because we will understand how the customer like to take care of yourself will he put a cream at night would he be more a morning person and after of course it would be for him to try to smell because this oil we don't add anything so it's an mm. original scent so you need to know because this is not a product that has been built to seduce you by yes. the texture and the scent. This is a product which is raw in a way. Yes. And that's a very interesting conversation too. And it's really unique and it has, to your point, that point of view and difference, which I think really stands out. Um, and obviously Paris is the has always forever been the epicenter of parfum and mm -hmm. scent. Um, and how do you, when you're creating your scents, where do you go for that sort of inspiration? But also, how are you, how are you thinking about scents in this, in, you know, 2021? 2022 2022 <laughs> now and um, no I, so it's funny as you say I think uh, perfume and beauty have been such a strong industry in France for a long time I think La Parisienne is a propaganda going at least for three century now so it's something that uh, where we have a lot of very creative people in yes. this field because it's something that has been so successful for a long time I think what we are bringing really uh, into this perfume uh, industry is really the innovation of water base that nobody mm -hmm. was doing because it's more complicated to do way more expensive very different because it's a bit milky so this is really was random vision to see we can get out of alcohol we can get rid of the additives with, yes. with most alcohol perfume and uh, about the scent it's really about the imagination I would say in Bully we see beauty like uh, travels like mm -hmm. traveling with beauty so very often it's about ingredients it's about a special place, a country, Tuberos du Mexique, Lican Decos, Fleur d'Oranger de Berkane. And it would be about one ingredient 
coming from you know a special place and the name in, in itself would be a mm. travel but also when you scent when you smell it and i think that has been all all about ramdam's talents to work with you know nose that he love and to create this which is also uh, you know very different from what you find uh, elsewhere And it's so fascinating, actually. I was reading um, an article that I think an interview that you both were in and you talk about travel and you talk about how you sometimes just want to pack up and move and go to Japan or go somewhere. <laughs> um, does tra is travel something that's super important to both of you? And is that where you kind of really sort of feed the senses of imagination? I think what is very important for both of us is curiosity. So yes. I think when you're traveling, you're just opening your eyes very wide and you see things that you don't know. And it's all about about curiosity and it's something we are both very driven to discover things we don't know yes and i think traveling when you are lucky to be able to do it it's uh, it's uh, it's a great way and i think when you're traveling with work like we do with other culture so as we as you know we open a store in milano and suddenly to see how the store team were Mm -hmm. talking about the product and everything the ritual were not exactly the same as the French and so this is fascinating yes. and I would say um, of course which are quite different from most people is that some we've been deciding quite a while quite few times that you know the best way to travel is also to move as a family so most people will find this quite frightening but in a way when you live in a country a daily life Yes, you have an experience which is completely different, and we've really we've been lucky to open the Tokyo store and to move as a whole family in a very traditional Japanese house. And of wow. course, even if I have been going to Japan since uh, I was a teenager, because my sister has a Japanese husband, I am I never had um, uh, a full. Comp Com uh, understanding mm -hmm. of what is Japan and what is a relationship to beauty and it's only when I move there and I spend time with the team and I discover how customers were using things and, and all of this was after it's, so, it's things that you keep with you and I think this is what traveling is it's really about um, changing yourself and learning new things you, you come back so much richer so yeah. I think if you can do it that's just you, 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 you're really lucky and how long were you in Japan? we've been just a year but But uh, it was an amazing year. Yes. Wow. And um, I imagine that that would spark another thought. You know, yeah. you would then think of a whole new sort of um, formulation or a new scent or a whole way to do something. It's really way. like, you know, creative is really going one step to another. As you say, something you see mm. will give you an idea, which would be another idea and which at one point can be a product or a good advice. You know, we were talking about wellness and, the, and creating these spaces for wellness. Is that something that you think gives you that like stress-free environment? Because I think it's really hard in this modern age, you know, especially as you're running this incredibly successful brand and how do you find those moments of peace? I think what would be giving me more quiet time would be very things from the you know easy life like taking a bath, cooking something that I like, and of course the most important gardening. I think uh, gardening gives you a relationship to time, mm. to cycle of life, which is completely different. And that for me, that's been uh, I really start to garden at the same time that Bully. And yes. uh, and it's really something that for me was uh, life changing. Even if I had only a balcony, this place of experiment, and to see the season and to be in peace with winter, with rainy yeah. day, with everything, because all fits, uh, you know, all fits in the cycle. It's it's been it's been really really strong for me. 
And is that then when you're gardening and you, to your point, you're growing and you're seeing the seasons and you're having that impact of, of everything within that sort of natural world, does that then impact how you formulate all of your products? And this has been always a main concern because, you know, I was always very amazed that people would have, you know, organic food and not pay attention of what that kind of product they put on their skin. <laughs> it's been challenging for me, you know, for now I'm 47 and I think since I'm 25, so it's been a while. And I think when you have kids, you're concerned with that too. Mm-hmm. So in terms of formulation, the... Um, quality and naturality we've been expecting is be there from the beginning which is funny is would be very inspiring for the scent because sometimes you smell something and it can be a leaf it can be a flower and it starts the idea like that and very often i would say to him oh no you have to smell that and i i go around with him and um and also of course in terms of uh, you know uh, about all the natural beauty secret and plant soil it's a source of inspiration of what i of what i see sometimes i think when you start to garden also it opens your eyes yes and i see so much things in the street you know, everywhere, because when you pay attention to nature, it's everywhere. And Paris, when when you walk around Paris, and you walk around where we are currently, which is Saint-Germain, you have these abundant sort of flower, shop, flower shops mm-hmm. and, and it's spilling out onto the streets and it's just a beautiful. Mm. I mean, even just being around that, it makes you think totally differently. And you're kind of, you know, there's, there's so much to look at, there's so much to smell, there's so much to see, there's so much to feel. And that in itself is incredibly inspiring, I'm sure. Yeah, it is. So, so there is a big joke in the office because I buy so many flowers. There is not a city where I'm not friend with all the flower store around me. They all know me very well because it's a big part. You know, for me, it's what brings me one of the most easy pleasure in life is buying flowers. But uh, for example, but what you say is interesting because um, what we, when we have a bully store, we think it will enhance the life in the street. Yeah. I think stores are very important to bring life in city and to be contact between people. And uh, we think that, you know, when we have a bully store in the street, it's really a way uh, to, to speak to this urban life, which can mm. be amazing and which is very, very important. We've discovered with COVID because suddenly we were cut from it. Yes. And all this daily conversation with the baker and everything was very important. And that's why it, it can't be only about mall, about supermarket, because all these tiny stores yeah. are really source of life. And for everybody, for kids to all ladies. And of course, flower store has the most decorative one. And we've been lucky in Paris because I think we are buying a lot of flowers because there is so many. <laughs> and that's that's great. But I would say that for me, that's the same, for example, bookstores. Yeah. And there is country in Japan. You have amazing bookstore where it's so filled. You don't know how they can fit an arm inside. Oh, wow. and, and this also, it's inspiring. And also, I think bakery, for example, the street we live in, it's called Sugar Street. I have so many. <laughs> bakery and I'm laughing because I'm thinking is there is only the French to still eat so much cake everybody stop sugar around the so world true. and there is so much cake everywhere but cake store I have to say are quite beautiful to look at when yeah. you walk by so I'm <laughs> quite lucky with that to stop going in every day I would I mean, they're, they're, no, somebody said to me that um, the new luxury is a patisserie ah, but in Paris it's really it's crazy yeah and, and it's, it's quite expensive it's true in a way what now the cost of, of pastry yeah, yeah but it's, mm. and it's super interesting that that is that really that feeling you get is something that people are really enjoying post kind of COVID lockdown world as well yeah and also I think for what we see in the way we see pastry it's something that you share yeah. So it's a family and social life. In Vince, what I love, Saturday, Sunday, there is people queuing 
mm-hmm. around the pastry shop and I know it's because they are going to share it with friends or family and I think that's really nice and it means that you know weekends are the most important store day for this store but it's quite funny because we have so many I, I'm laughing at one point <laughs> how much cake can Parisian eat it's endless <laughs> And how did you, as such a sort of voracious traveller, and obviously you've just arrived back from Milan, and you know I'm sure you'll be on the move again very soon. How did you, how did you deal with um, the being not being able to travel, not being able to leave your home for all of those lockdowns? Um, don't know because I'm uh, we've been quite lucky because we've been in the countryside mm-hmm. and so we've been not like the people who are stuck in flats so yes. I can't you know I feel really really lucky and so for me I, I was always dreaming to spend a full spring in the countryside which I was never able to do yes and so suddenly from the 20th of March to the 20th of May I see every daily change yeah in the countryside I saw flowers I never saw white flower everything so for me it was great yes. after which was very weird it's to be with Ramdam and the kid full-time we've never <laughs> full-time together and so the good news is we discover we can stay full-time we still like each other after two months so that was a good surprise too I have to say because you don't do that every day so both of these were nice I to discover it, I think it could have gone either way not for you but for any, everyone out there yeah, was, everybody was, was in the same boat do you still want to stay in the same boat or do you want to leave the boat no we, we are very lucky yeah and and actually having sort of that moment to spend to your point spending time with nature kind of watching that mm. season seeing the kind of evolution I, again I must have fed your fed your creative mind and and given you that sort of sense of solace as well um, and on travel in 2018 you published an atlas of natural beauty botanical ingredients for retaining and enhancing beauty mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about that because that sounds fascinating but so this is really something we've been uh, very curious i would say for more 20 years and uh, i think it started uh, in t- it really started when um, when the kids were quite little we moved to morocco to tanger to live and it was really amazing to discover how Moroccan ladies were taking care of themselves. And so this is the first time that I tried a plant oil like argan oil on mm. my face, doing all Beautiful. this. That. Of course, there is all the hammam, the black soap. Mm. The, and all of this was really, really inspiring because it's really beauty, as you say, will give you solace, to give the expression you just say. Mm-hmm. It's really something wh- which um, makes you feel very good. Yes. And so I thought, oh, that's very interesting. And so we, with Ramdam, because Ramdam was brought up like that by his mother. Mm-hmm. This is a kind of beauty in you. As he say, nobody never bought a cream in his family. Yes. So for him and a perfume, it's something he discovered as a young adult. And so all this, it's something we've been curious and collecting and so when we decided to open the bully store what we love is when we read about the original stores that you could buy a water but not a water base a rose perfume or a rose petal powder to do a facial at home because of course there was no spa mm. so people were doing all the treatment at home and we thought oh that's very very interesting so we could scatter a selection and so we started with a very small selection of you know 10 oils five powders, some clay to sell people and to see, oh, you can be creative 
and you can do your own treatment and you can and you can you know take care of yourself of your loved one and all of this took step by step and we had a very nice catalog because i always find very important that our customers know what they are buying yes and so it was full of information Mm -hmm. and so one day a book publisher say but you know the catalog is really great why don't you do a book and so that's how we come and it was great because we pick up eight ingredients and for each of them we've talked about you know the botanical side of course because this is what i'm interested and after all the uh, stories from you know from ancient days of how things were used and after because now we have the fact we know mm. what are the vitamins, what are the fatty acids, what are the properties, because most of the ingredients are used in cosmetic products, mm-hmm. but in small percentage. So all of this is very well documented. So all the book was about, you know, showing people, uh, giving them information about these products that they know the name, but they don't mm-hmm. know exactly what it is. And also showing how you can use them pure. And that was great. And I really see that learning to take care of, your, of yourself as a very important journey on mm-hmm. the beauty side. And I think it's important for you, and I think also it's important uh, for your family. So uh, I'm a I'm a mother of teenage kids, which is great. Everybody say it's a nightmare. I don't agree. It's lovely to see your kids being yes. grown up and knowing what they like and have this very special taste and ideas and friends. So I enjoy. But after it's true, it's a change because before you had the small one who just cuddle into your arms and mm. are very, and suddenly teenage you don't touch them so much no, no. <laughs> because they have this distance and and for me it was great because writing the book i had to try all these recipes of you know how you could treat pimple or or teenage skin and so of course i had to and and the way you know to do a mask or to do something with you know hot water and leave to purify the skin always very nice moment to share with my kids yeah, and and uh, i think this is something that's better to do at home than to outsource to a specialist yes. i think it's just a nice relationship a to have human connection it's a very so important, important human connection which is through the hands yeah and also through very natural and easy product and it's true we had very nice time and all the kids uh, you know were you know very happy and and after they all keep the beauty the good beauty routine for themselves and for their friends that was very funny oh, i love that and actually what you were saying about morocco as well it's one of my favorite places in the world and the the rituals there are so i mean i dream about them you know the hamams the sort of that this you feel like a new person when you leave that room exactly this and is my favorite feeling it it's is a extra cleanness new person it is a in whole, your mind which is not yes. about the beauty you feel new also in your you mind feel new. you just feel yeah. like you've had a complete sort of you know full body transplant mm, it's true <laughs> it's it's quite phenomenal and, and is that something that you would want to you know that feeling of immersion into a ritual in that way is mm. that something that you want that you've brought to the bully and and you know how do you how do you sort of bring that to life for a brand like Bully? So I think what we are trying to do is to share because I think um, most people might not know all the small things you can do mm-hmm. uh, using product and uh, and so what we share is really about the rituals and how to and this is what we would be and also um, we explain something very simple is that if you put um, intention in your hands when you do very simple thing is just a completely different experience that if you mm. do something without thinking about it and this is important and after about the full immersion I think one of the real from Bully and we had a project would do, to do something would be around the idea of bass of course yes. and about all this ritual being Moroccan being Japanese that we love and that uh, are not really available in a, in a in spa it's no. different 
it's very different and it's mm. and it's to your point very intimate and very personal that kind of experience mm-hmm. and transformative and I think you know everyone if they could should experience a hammam or a bath with booli products I think <laughs> that would be the dream um and with with booli products and obviously your brand is so phenomenal and you know just beautiful what are your favorites what do you use daily what do you do you have a certain scent that is your favorite I think it's so interesting to hear from you what has really captured your imagination so no of course I use I use many as you can guess uh, I would say that uh, scents are very important to me in product so um, I have a perfume which is called Miel d'Angleterre which is quite discreet I say one of the least popular so I was always making jokes that someday Ramdam will <laughs> stop it and I will lose my perfume but for now I'm saved and uh, after I love um, Tubéreuse du Mexique yes. which is a great uh, Tubéreuse with clove and vanilla this is something I would never wear in another company because very often it's too strong but I love her tuberose I think it's perfect mm. and I love it in the body lotion so yes. that would something that I would have because I think there is day when you're in the mood for body lotion mm-hmm. it's very comforting and day where you're in the mood for body oil and here I love Huile Antique Lichen Decos which is Scottish yes. Lichen it's very green there is something like a Cologne and I really like the way when you apply Huile Antique you're completely inside the scent mm-hmm. there is something very energetic for me so that's really my favorite beauty treatment after I love something which is um, an accessory uh, so obviously um, I use combs I don't brush my hair so mm-hmm. that's something because I have to br- comb my hair every day but my favorite accessory is not a comb it's a um, dry body brush from oh. Germany yes with beautiful. copper and this is amazing because it gives a dry brushing it makes the blood flow it gives you energy it gives you a nice texture of skin mm-hmm. and I find it the most efficient things and so this is something I've been doing now I think for 15 years so it's very regular in my beauty routine and after I would use um, I love a facial lotion which is called Eau Superfine which is a rose tonic and this is something I think it's very nice when I woke up I don't wear makeup so it's very important for me to have a nice yeah. looking skin because if you don't help it needs to be and so I love a face cream which is called pomade virginal so this would be my morning duo but if I'm a bit tired um, and sometimes in winter time because I think your skin change quite a lot with season mm. and stress Definitely. so I see my beauty routine like a garde-robe so yes. I have a few and I depending <laughs> of how I feel I would go and so if it's a normal day pomade virginal does uh, it well but after if I'm a bit tired and, um, and my skin look a bit dull, I would do something like apricot oil mm-hmm. or raspberry okay. seed. Beautiful. And this is really nice. And this is uh, really working. I would do just two drops and I will uh, put it on my face. And at night, I love to clean my uh, face with uh, something called ionized uh, lotion. Mm-hmm. I use the one for dry skin. It's a very interesting lotion uh, by Electrosis. You add a uh, um, trace element mm-hmm. and... Um, and like uh, gold, like uh, colloidal silver, and it's very, very efficient. And after I would use, um, I would use one or plant oil. So I have a few, as I say, I still love argan oil. Yes, I 15 do. years I do. I think on dry skin, it's amazing. Yeah. I love rosy hip too. I mm-hmm. know it's for more mature skin than me, but I think that sometimes 
a gossip cure in winter. I think it makes it very well for me. And I also love a Brazilian oil called acai, which is a dark green, which is very funny because when I put it, I'm all dark green, so I can make joke <laughs> to the kids for a few seconds. And uh, But it's working well for my skin. So this, this would be mostly it. And after, there is special... You know, special occasion, you know, uh, of yeah. course, soaps and, and, and toothpaste, all the obvious stuff. Yeah. And uh, I did not realize that you don't wear makeup because you have got the most perfect complexion. So I yeah. think we should all be listening to exactly what you've told us. And hopefully that will have the same skin. <laughs> I think after, you know, we always say something and I think it's very nice to keep things into balance. I think how your skin looks or how your hair looks, it's mostly your lifestyle. And yeah. I think most people think that it's only product. It's not. So I think, uh, you know, sleeping and eating uh, fruit and vegetable does yeah. help. And, and occasional I, cakes. Uh, yeah, and occasional cakes for the mood which is very important <laughs> also for the complexion and I would say of course that genetics is quite important so I yes. guess I was lucky and it's true that my mother which is 82 uh, still has an amazing skin and and of course after have been you know it's been my work for more than 20 years so I mm -hmm. guess uh, in the in the journey of work I kept some good habits for my skin <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you look amazing and um, now tell me Bully, what is next for Bully? What what other products? What other categories are you excited about that you want to go into? So, um, and there is well, many things because we have so many ideas. The problem is how can we do all the ideas at the same time? First, there is a new collection of perfumes that I'm very excited about, which is coming out in a few months because it's very vegetal, which is my favorite universe. And it's mostly scents around vegetable and herbs. And it's completely unexpected and it's from them imagination and it's really great. Mm -hmm. So this I've been very excited. And in terms of skincare, as you say, I love uh, how you feel sometimes when you feel very clean. And so I thought we were missing this kind of uh, cleansing balm who could mm -hmm. come in a tube, who give this kind of, of feeling which is between a cleansing mask and, and a foaming uh, product because I don't like so much foaming product on the skin. So we've been working I'm on that and, it's, uh, and it would be yeah, very uh, using plants oils that are very special yeah. to us. And uh, no, I'm very happy about the results. So I would say skincare is always something and after we love beauty accessories. And so I have very nice new ones coming out that I'm very pleased with a knitting, so a lady who needs very special thing in a quality cotton and she uses natural dye to wow. tint and it's something that it's great to remove clay mask, okay. all things. And all of these, I think, are, you know, very simple detail, which are, you know, which make a difference at the end. So well, I'm happy. It's the brand magic, isn't it? It's like taking it from a product to an experience, which I think you have done so unbelievably well. Thank you. Um, and I just think, get the, to your point about those little accessories and those little touches, they are so surprising, yet so perfect, which is um, the genius of it. So thank you so much. It has been a delight talking to you today Victoire and being in your incredible home which I'm going to now go away and be inspired by in everything <laughs> that I do <laughs> thank you no it was a pleasure to have you back in Paris it's been so sad you know Paris with only Parisians that's uh, quite boring so we were so happy we were missing the tourists who feel the magic through someone else's eyes you know it's been uh, I think it's been the same in many cities it we has. understand that you know people were complaining about tourists but after in a way tourists they just 
are so enthusiastic of what about di Absolutely. what they discover. So we are so happy to see the city going back to life. <laughs> we are so happy to be here, and it's been an incredible kind of you know all of us connecting back in with our brands and our partners and and actually just really immersing ourselves in the stories of the brands i think that is what makes our job so great and of so course. thank you so much for sharing some of your stories with us no, today it, it was a pleasure thank you Kate. thank you so much <laughs>